Welcome back to the show. It's We Are Live, live from Midcoast Studio. Check out the YouTube channel, Midcoast Media Online, if you want it crystal clear. And you can watch us on your smart TVs. You can see people like Dr. Ed Minyako from Hillside Animal Hospital. Hit it, Gardner. Dr. Ed. Dr. Ed. The good doctor is in. I have to do a shout out. I saw Michael Gaines on Saturday. Oh, yeah? The Where did you see old, old Mikey Gainesy? At church. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, must have froze over. Uh, I was going to say, I think he's getting married soon, so he's probably getting right with the Lord before he enters into the Holy Union. Is that, that must have been who he was sitting with. Yeah. Him, okay. him and his mom. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I'm about to say, was there like, are they giving away free sub sandwiches? Why was Gaines honestly there? Yeah. Hmm. That's just, just rude. I'm just going to reach out to him. Like, hey, man, you in church on a Saturday? What up with that? Yeah, Julia's there? <laughs> I like the Saturday mass <laughs> move. make the host out of <laughs> Oh. Well, that's how you get me back. With the hot salami between two hosts. <laughs> can, you, I, can I get two? Yeah, I, I get, really need it. Look at me. Can I get the body of Christ for this hot salami? Uh, that is a, a tight move by uh, a savvy Catholic hitting the, uh, the Saturday Mass for your Sunday application, and then you can sleep in on Sunday. Well, you know, that was all started with uh, all the restaurant business. Really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Those, oh, yeah. Seriously, that's the story. You know, get those people that go to church at four, 5 o'clock on Saturday and then go out to dinner on the hill. Come out to dinner. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, Travis, technically, in the Catholic religion, if you don't attend Mass every week, that's a sin. So you can still get your Sunday obligation checked off mm-hmm. by going in on Saturday. On Saturday. That's, that's why we're like, you know, it's, it's cool. <laughs> and so you go in like Saturday morning? I, I Saturday, night. Oh, Saturday, Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday night? Yeah. Saturday evening. Mm. Yeah. Oh. How long is that service? 57 minutes, depending on if oh. they're windy. No, are you kidding? Father Barmarino? 49? Oh, no. He, he, oh, he, he goes long. No, he's very quick. Oh, like we're yeah. t- 40 minutes? Oh, 30 minutes. I'm oh, yeah, like, yeah, like, are you kidding me? That's possible. No, I've, n- I've never been to one less than 50 minutes. Oh, yeah, no, no. Maybe a 47. No, Saturday afternoon masses, that's that's why people go to those. <laughs> it's the express? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, see, ain't nothing, nothing express about my church. All right. Ain't nothing express about yeah. my church. We got, man. The, look, preacher's, the preacher's still stretching 30 minutes in. Right, yeah. right. He just, too. He... So I was, <laughs> I, was there, I was there a few weeks ago, and, um, this gentleman behind me, and I mean, I recognize him, but I don't know his name, not that it's important, but he, he was talking to his wife very loudly before church started and talking about how they had this visiting priest a couple weeks ago, and this guy was so long-winded. His sermon went on and on and on and on, and, and he, he just was loudly complaining, and then sure enough, oh, no. <laughs> that oh, same boy. priest walked in. Of course. <laughs> you know, nice. visiting again, on, and the guy, I thought the guy was going to get up and leave. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at his life, he's like, we are leaving right after communion. Right no, man, yeah, jeez, I wish. Grandma Gardner goes Wednesdays and Sundays. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned leaving after communion. You know what happened to me one time? Oh, no. No, I mean, yeah, it was kind of bad. We left after communion because I, I swear it was for a good reason, you know, like my mm. daughter had a game or something, you know, and we, right. had to, we had to get there. It was something legitimate. And then right after communion, Father does the announcements. And he, he mentioned my name and he, you know, he had seen me and he mentioned mm. my name and he was going to announce that I had just won like veterinarian of the year <laughs> and I wasn't there anymore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, oh, I see. Oh, uh, yeah. oh, oh I see. Yeah. Mm. Mark that against that, you. That, see, that's not fair. Nothing really happens after communion. Oh, that's, that's when like, the, That's the best part because it's relaxed. They that's do regular shutting it down. That's when you're in your mind like, yeah. okay, 
do I got to go to the grocery store now? Do I, like right. that's when you start thinking. They doing ahead. pancakes in the rectory, or what's yeah. going on? Yeah. I gotta take you out to a. I gotta take mm-hmm. one of y'all to a black church. I don't have that kind of time, man. man I'm tired, man. Yeah, because when I hear things like 45, 50 minutes, like yeah, I have no idea. Like I would have. I'll go. Life. May, that's it. Yeah. I'll go, Travis. Okay. I may regularly go to church again, knowing about this express mats. <laughs> I mean, that's. Oh, yeah. That's an obligation. Why would you I got be, if you really want to get younger generations to get into church, you got to get them with the express service. If Pentecostals did that, then they, they, okay, okay, they may be Give in away business. a free fanny pack for every check-in at church. That'd on, be nice. Priest is going to have to start tweeting out the homily. Yep, yep. Um, you're going you're gonna to have to find ways to communicate. I am uncomfortable still with the New Age uh, church. It's not Catholic, but when they have the... Drums and guitars and all that. I just get out of here. I'm not comfortable I with don't that. Need it. I'm I, not if, comfortable. If I want a rock show, I can go to Off Broadway. Yeah. I don't need this from you. But Travis, yeah. I will go with you to a service. Oh boy. Now, what? which which place will I go? I want to look ahead. Real quick, you, you can tell him where he wants to go, but I need to know: plum or dark cherry oh, for your suit. Does this mean I get to wear pastels? No, 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 no. White rim hat. No, yes. no, Do I get to wear a hat? No, Braids. No, braid. I know someone who could braid your hair. Oh, no, no. What's the store I should go to to find my suit? Who's going to line up your beard? Yeah. And how many rings are you going to wear? Go, you can't go as you are. I know they say come as you are. Mm-hmm. No. You want to turn that church on its ear and bring Sean with you? Oh, oh God. Oh no. oh, no. Oh, no, no. Sean would probably be a hit. Sean would be a hit, uh, but I just feel like Sean's whisper doesn't yeah, exist. Right. So he would probably have yeah. honest questions, Sean but I just feel me, like everyone in the church will hear it. Is, is that is that one of the mothers? What what are they doing up front? And he's just yeah. like, ah, Sean, you got to whisper right. this, man. I can't. Sean, like a big drunk kid. Sean has told me that his mom <laughs> would make, make it a concerted effort at least once a year to take him and his brothers to a black church for a service. I think it's just an for just an experience, because I, I I don't I because that it, it is it does feel like two worlds. Like I didn't know services can be less than an hour. I oh, really man. I didn't know that was a thing until like I got to college, and I went to other services and I realized oh that's it oh well we can still actually catch all the football games this Sunday. That's crazy. How long, on average, is a service of yours? Like so you just service. We're not talking Sunday school. No. Like if you go to church, what's your commitment looking like? You're looking at, you're looking at at least two hours, possibly two and a half. That's so long. Is there a smoke break? There are no breaks. There are no intermissions. But you're talking, like I said, I would say if we start at the church, generally, (laughs) generally, most of the time it does start on time. This will blow your mind. During Lent, you know, mm-hmm. I made a commitment, and which a lot of people do to go to church every day. You know, there's a 6:30 mass. Right. Every day. Yeah, every day. I did it for 40 days. It's not a big deal. It's not as not bad as it sounds. Right. Seriously, the 6:30 mass for Lent, uh, 17 to 20 minutes. <laughs> Never. Yeah. Like a Never. one or two minute homily. That's I'm it. trying to like <laughs> just <laughs> play the hits, priest. And then yeah, it was. I went to my that's lawyer. Fantastic. I was the best man at his wedding. It was down in Florida, but it was a Mormon service, and it was fantastic. The wedding service was done in 25 minutes. The longest part was they had a, a Catholic priest in there who literally is from Ireland. He was the longest part of the whole thing mm-hmm. when he delivered his, his comments or whatever, but I was like, wait, you 
like, that's only like it. And I had to learn more about what their services are like. Right. There's some extended things there. Right. But for the wedding itself, it was bing, bang, bum, bum, we're out. I was like, this is amazing. I'm, I'm just, and, I'm, and as a kid, of course, two hours feels like 15. But it was, we would spend our Sundays, we would spend mm. almost all day at church. We laughed about it with some family a couple of weeks ago. We had them all over because once you get older, you can finally tell the adults how you truly felt about certain mm-hmm. things growing up. And so we had some of the younger cousins over, and we finally kind of vented. And the, the elders were laughing because they were like, yeah, we did keep you there. We, we had our reasons. We, we, you know, it was St. Louis in the early 90s, late 80s. You know, you didn't want the kids just always out here in the streets. And so you kind of got a better understanding as to why they kept us there. But uh-huh. at the same time, they were like, yeah, sorry, guys. It was that's just the way it worked. We didn't want to leave you at home by yourself. And you get into fisticuffs and it worked out because you're not in jail. So we were correct. <laughs> I would have never bet this morning waking up that we would be on this talking about religion. <laughs> well, that's what you get here on We Are Live. And that's the sponsored segment that Hillside Animal <laughs> Hospital brings you each and every week. No matter your religion, be sure to bring your pets to Hillside Animal Secret Hospital. Money coming from the Vatican. Yeah. Right. <laughs> We are sponsored by St. Louis Oh, Council I'll take their money as long as they open up the archives and let me see what's oh, inside. Oh, boy. Okay. Good. Oh, right, right in yep, yeah. You did. That's your fault. Uh, when Dr. Ed comes in, we do play a wonderful game. Gardner, what do you have for us this week? Um, I want to talk about something real quick before we get into that game, if that's okay. Because uh, we had mentioned it yesterday. Uh, South Dakota has a new anti-drug slogan. Mm-hmm. They're dealing with You'll a like meth this, issue. Dr. Ed. Um, so this is their slogan. Meth. We're on it. Did you see them get all sensitive yesterday in the media? Yeah. They're like, well, it's a real serious issue. We know it's serious. You're the idiots who wrote it. Mm -hmm. Meth, we're on it. Also, playing off that, meth, I'm on it. Mm -hmm. So, I guess they're going for that dual meaning. But I uh, decided to kind of personalize it for where I'm from. And kind of follow their lead. Okay. And they're... They inspired me. Okay. What do you? What'd you come up with? I have meth. Mm. We make mm. it. Mm-mm. That is legit here. That's very in high. Missouri, and also something more St. Louisy, chlamydia. We got it because we are number one in chlamydia in the nation. There we go. So I put those two out there on uh, the Twitter sphere yesterday. Chlamydia, it burns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're on. Uh, we're top. You know, like meth labs and chocolate labs. You know, we're like all about those. <laughs> How long you been sitting on that one? Yeah, I, I thought of one. I thought of a slogan for uh, for Gardner. What's that? Scooters. We're off of it. Um, we crashed it. <laughs> Scooters. It I'm wasn't broke. my fault. I'm broken. Tomorrow might. Well, be the I'm day. down here. <laughs> Tomorrow might be the day. Maybe the return of Gardner on the Scooty Scoots. The weather's like looking pretty good. Yeah. Six. Okay. Help! I've help. I fallen off my scooter and I can't get up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I couldn't. I was hurt. My knees twisted. Oh, like an scoot back back on the streets. Mm. Like an old turtle that had been flipped over. <laughs> it, it might have been. <laughs> I was I was laying there. Are you saying they kept trying to roll it back into the water? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably how I crawled to the curb, actually. No, I'm just envisioning Gardner on his back. That's how I was. Just walk or walk. Because then I started throwing my arms up when I was yelling at the guy who drove away. Trying to stretch his neck for leverage. <laughs> Like those armadillos you see on the side of the road, you know, oh. on their back. <laughs> <laughs> four legs sitting up. Uh, I didn't have a shell, too. I had my backpack on. 
Probably looked pretty close to that. Only if we could have secured that video. All right, Travis. Why don't you do the introduction? Hey, guys. You know what time it is. It's time for Dogs on Film. Travis took the biggest drink of water I've I ever did. seen while that was I going did. on. And I, and I, could, I, I felt it was like, I was like, man, I'm drinking a lot of water right now. Oh, God. Uh, scared me. All right, dogs on film. Or? On film. On film is another way of putting it. Because we run out of some of the dog movies. We happen upon one every once in a while. About Maybe today. ago we ran out. Yeah, it's been a, little, been a while now. But uh, I have six movies for you. Okay. We have three pairs of movies. I will pit one against another. You have to guess which one has a better score according to Rotten Tomatoes. You can max out at three total points. If we have a tie after those three sets, we have a seventh movie as a tiebreaker where you have to guess closest to the actual score. Okay? Now, I have themes. I won't give you the themes this week. Is that correct? Is that what we want, Dr. Ed? That was just a, an idea. Yeah, sure. Okay, so I won't tell you what the themes are, but you, uh, we won't give any bonus points this week. We might change the scoring some if we continue with this. Okay. But we'll at least uh, just oh, I like this. play it as is. Okay. So I won't tell you the themes, but you guys can try and guess them maybe if you'd like to do so as we go along. But there are themes with each pairing. I will give you at least that much. Uh, so themes with each pairing. Now, throughout, I might want to tell a single person or a group if they've got it right or wrong, if you've gotten it right. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. And if you've gotten it wrong. Just just a recap. Who won last week? We all did because we got to play together. Thank you. Oh. Family. Yeah. Family game. Did you win, Dr. Ed? Uh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. damn it. When the person asked the question. Generally means they won. You kind of, yeah. Okay. There you go. There was your answer. But I like Travis's answer nonetheless. <laughs> now also, I have a friend. This friend's name is Sean. And he um, he gets together with me once a week and uh, we record short descriptions of these movies that we're using. In case you haven't seen them, maybe you get a little help from some of the details Sean provides you of the plot, the characters, the actors involved. Um, and also we chit-chat a little bit about Sean's life in general. So we have uh, those descriptions for you as well, okay? Okay. Mm -hmm. Are we ready to play? I'm ready, Gartner. Let's play Dogs on Film. Dogs on Film. Uh-oh. Here's your first movie. How you feeling? A little beat up. Entomology convention. Packed the place. I think I pinched a nerve. Where? In here. Along in my your... rib cage. You taking pills for that? No, not yet. When I get home, I do. What kind? I got the good one. First up, Purple Rain, 1984. Drama, romance, one hour, 51 minutes. A victim of his own anger, the kid, Prince, is a Minneapolis musician on the rise with his band, The Revolution, escaping a tumultuous home life through music. Tumultuous. Tumultuous. Tumultuous home Travis life through music. Through. While trying to avoid making the I'm same right, mistakes as his Trulucent, truculent father, Clarence Williams III, the kid navigates the club scene and a rocky relationship with a captivating singer, Apollina, Apollonia, Apollonia Cotero. But another musician, Morris, Morris Day, looks to steal the kid's spotlight and his girl. Think you could beat Prince in basketball? No. You don't think so? I think he's too fast. Well, he's dead. Yeah, I could beat him now. All right. Mm. There's your first one, Purple Rain. Great lie. Want to purify yourself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka? Great line by Prince. Probably the best one in the movie. 
Here's your second one. And then we have The Rainmaker, 1997. Drama, crime, two hours, 15 minutes. Struggling new attorney, Rudy Baylor, Matt Damon, resorts to working for a shady lawyer, Mickey Rourke, where he meets paralegal deck shiflet Danny DeVito when it, when the insurance company of Dot Black Mary Kay Place refuses her dying son coverage Baylor and Schiff, Shiflet team up to fight the corrupt corporation taking on its callous lawyer John Voigt meanwhile Baylor becomes involved with Kelly Riker Claire Danes an abused wife whose husband complicates matters when, when he confronts Baylor you got a what? a headache not enough sleep I guess worries come on what are you worried about? nothing my eyes won't focus alright mm. For Sean. We have the Rainmaker <clears throat> versus Purple Rain. Sounds like uh, the theme. Uh huh. Titles with rain in them. Dr. Ed, do you agree? Yes. Absolutely. That is absolutely correct. Okay, okay. very good. Well, and I trivia, am, uh, trivia, can you name another movie with a character named Apollonia in it? Uh, Black Beauty. Uh, something to do about nothing. Secretariat. The Godfather Part 2. When, oh, oh, no, it was, maybe it was part one. It's when Michael Apollonia goes sent, gets sent to Sicily. Sicily was part he one. His Apollonia. wife was named Apollonia. Mm. That's right. I am going with, uh, I'm actually going with Purple Rain on this one. Purple Rain for Travis. Mm. I'm sticking with Purple Rain. Yeah, I, I, I want to pick the Rainmaker. I, I just enjoyed the movie, but I don't think the critics, you know, are thinking it's that great. So I'm going to go with Purple Rain. All right, Purple Rain for everyone. Sweep or nothing. And everyone <laughs> is wrong. Purple Rain, a 68. Mm-hmm. Rainmaker, the Rainmaker, an 83. An 83, according to <sighs> John Grisham book, right? Yeah. I, mean, I enjoyed the movie, but still, an 83, that's pretty high. Were that people not high. as obsessed with Prince as they are now at that time? Uh, they were. And actually, I feel like it wasn't until the, like, the last five to ten years people have come around to appreciate Purple Rain more for what it was. Maybe if they would have reviewed it again right after his death, it probably would have gotten an 85. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good point. Typical Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. It's racist as hell! Oh, okay, oh, there sorry. There we go. Okay, here we go. No points for anyone after the first pairing. We move on to the second pairing. You ready? Okay. Here's your first movie. And we have Crash, 2004, drama crime, one hour, 55 minutes. Writer-director Paul Haggis interweaves several connected stories about race, class, family, and gender in Los Angeles in the aftermath of 9-11. Characters include a district attorney, Brendan Fraser, and his casually, casually prejudiced wife, Sandra Bullock. Dating police detective Graham, Don Cheedy, Cheedle, Cheedle, yeah. and Rhea, Jennifer Esposito, a victimized Middle Eastern store owner and a wealthy African-American couple, Terrence Howard and Thandie Newton, humiliated by by a racist traffic cop, Matt Dillon. All right. Crash is your first one. Here's your second. Then we have Singles, 1992. Romance, comedy, one hour, 39 minutes. In Seattle, during the era of grunge music, the lives and relationships of a group of young people, all living in the same apartment building, go through a period of flux. Among them are waitress and inspiring architect Janet, Bridget Fonda, who finds herself obsessed with bad boy musician Cliff, Matt Dillon, Linda, Kira Sedgwick, an emotionally fragile environmentalist on a lookout for love, and Steve, Campbell Scott, a quintessential nice guy who studies traffic patterns. Were you popular with the ladies during your Single days? I never had any single days. I was always attached. That's all I got to say about that. Next. <laughs> all right. Matt yeah. Dillon movies. Correct. Matt right. Dillon movies. Singles versus Crash. Singles versus Crash. Who would like to go first? 
Dr. Ed. I got to go with Crash. I, I really like that. I think it was a well done movie and had some good, uh, made some good points. I'm going with singles because I think Crash was a darling and then fell out. I am going Crash. It is, uh, it is what liberal elites turn to when they want to say, hey, see, we are woke. Hmm. <laughs> Crash for Dr. Ed and Travis. Dr. Ed and Travis. <laughs> Crash, a 74, according to Rotten Tomatoes. Singles, a 79. A 79, according to this very esteemed and well-thought-of website. Sit on that, folks. Oh, yeah, I'm fine with the score for Crash. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm fine with that score. All right. So, after two rounds... Chris has one, Dr. Ed, Travis, zero. Okay. We head into our final pairing. <clears throat> Are you ready? Okay. Here's your first one. Armed and Dangerous, 1986. Action, comedy, one hour, 28 minutes. A police officer has been wrongly dismissed from his job. Frank Dooley, John Candy, finds work as a security guard, along with Norman Kane, Eugene Levy, and an inept lawyer. Unfortunately, the company that employs Frank and Norman is, is involved in some shady dealings, and it's up to the bumbling guards to foil the plans of corrupt leaders. Most notably, tough mobster Michael Carlino, Robert Loggia, who isn't happy to have his prof profitable scheme threatened. So South Dakota, has this new anti-drug slogan? Yeah. Meth, we're on it. <laughs> For days at a time. What do you think of that slogan? Yeah, that's classic. I think it's going to work. Genius. <laughs> All right, your first one, Armed and Dangerous. Your second. Wild at Heart, 1990. Drama, crime, two hours, five minutes. After serving prison time for self-defense for a self-defense killing, Sailor Ripley, Nicholas Cage, reunites with his girlfriend, Lula, Lula Fortune, Laura Dern. Lula's mother, Marietta, Diane Ladd, desperate to keep them apart, hires a hitman to kill Sailor. But he finds a whole new set of troubles when he and Bobby Peru, William Defoe, Willem Defoe, an old buddy who's also out to get Sailor, try to rob a store. When Sailor lands in jail yet again, the young lovers appear first than ever from the shared life they covet. All right, we have Wild at Heart, Armed and Dangerous. I say the theme is body parts. That is correct. Arm and heart. Mm. Can so we confirm from a medical professional? Sounds are those body good. parts? Yeah, okay. Okay, we confirmed it. They are body parts? Yeah. Okay, we got it. We got it. Travis, you got it as well. Nice. I am, I am going, uh, I'll let Chris go. Because he's leading. Armed and Dangerous. I got to go wild at heart. I'm going wild at heart, too. Wild at heart for Dr. Ed and Travis, who are looking to tie it. At the last second, a buzzer beater. Have they done it? The answer. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. Mm. Nothing but that. Mm. And we will see you tomorrow night. Oh, in just a minute. Oh, here. just literally in a second. Yeah, okay, just, we can get this. Just okay. a second. Here. Uh, wild at heart, a 65 according to Rotten Tomatoes, with the great Nicolas Cage in it. Of course. Armed and Dangerous, an 11, which is ridiculous. <laughs> Shit. A very under... Wow. Oh, my. <laughs> wow. Oh. An underrated John Candy film. I had that one on VHS as well. Mm. I had uh, Who's Harry Crumb? Good movie. And Armed and Dangerous, and, of course, Summer Rental on VHS well, as a child. 
So Jack Candy, man, he just made good movies. Uh, I don't just know. According great. to that score, that yeah, like... they're wrong. Okay. Oh. See, that, oh. I'm trying. Oh, 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 yeah, he's allowed to say they're oh, wrong. Oh wow, yeah. interesting. They are wrong. <laughs> First <laughs> time ever I've seen it. <laughs> All right, so what do we have for this tiebreaker? A uh, real tiebreaker this time. Real quick, I did bring up Nicolas Cage's name. Uh, happy 15th birthday yesterday to the movie National Treasure. 15 oh years God. already. Can we just do one show without it getting brought up? Uh, that's probably not possible. <laughs> but I wanted to mention that since I saw that. But happy okay. 15th birthday, National Treasure. Hopefully we'll see a third one soon. Uh, All be- right. Before the tiebreaker, uh, we were just discussing uh, comedians. This has nothing to do with anything other than George Wallace is still very funny on Twitter. Yes, I, I, I told you that. Up. I said that during the break. A tweet from yesterday, I'll straight up buy stocks at a flea market and buy fleas at the stock market. I really don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> 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 Thanks, George. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Tiebreaker. No theme with this one. This one's just kind of random. Okay. Um, so here you go with the tiebreaker. You have to guess closest to the actual score. And now for the tiebreaker. Uncommon Valor, 1983. Thriller, drama, one hour, 45 minutes. Colonel Carl Rhodes, Gene Hackman, a retired Marine officer, holds out hope that his son, believed to be a prisoner of war in Laos, is still alive. Despite the government's refusal to help Rhodes, he assembles a group to find and rescue his son, including skilled soldiers such as Wilkes, Fred Ward, and sailor Randy Tex Cobb. Funded by McGregor, Robert Stack, a wealthy executive also looking for his son, Rhodes leads his men on a dangerous mission into the jungle of Laos. Remember Robert Stack on it when he was a, the black something squadron fighters? No, that was no, no, that wasn't Robert Stack. It was the other guy. He was on the host of Unsolved Mysteries. He was also in Caddyshack too. I got a terrible I gotta take some aspirin. So I'm gonna get beat up tonight. Yes, sir. No, I'm gonna go to the bathroom, take some aspirin. Bye bye. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. Thanks, Sean. You guys ever see uh, Tex Cobb when he was a professional boxer get the dog? S knocked out of him uh-uh. by Ken Norton Sr. Mm-hmm. Do you know who Randall T- Tex Cobb is? I don't think I do. Yeah. Raising Arizona. He's the main oh, villain. He okay. in he's in a million things. Yeah, he was in uh, one of the John Claude Van Damme movies. And, uh, he's a bad. Oh, yeah, I know who he is now. now looks like a professional wrestler. A, oh, he, he was 80s. a boxer? Professional boxer. I didn't realize fought that. Fought Ken Norton for a title. I didn't know oh, that. Oh, yeah. If you want yeah, to yeah, yeah. say fought Ken Norton. I mean, one of the worst beatings you've ever seen. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. And it just shows you how great Ken Norton was. But. Oh, it's terrifying thinking about the beating he took. But yeah, what's the movie again? Uncommon Valor. Uncommon Valor. Do we remember this? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, it's a really good premise. Sounds like something I would enjoy. I'm just I'm I'm firing in the dark here. Seventy-one percent. Okay. Not sixty-five. Nah, I'm going low. I mean, it's it's pretty pretty out there. Okay. I'm gonna go forty-five. Travis, what did you get? Sixty-five. You're going 45, Dr. Ed? Yeah. Uh-oh. Have we decided if it's without going over? No, we don't. We're just closest. Who's ever closest? The score is a 56. Wow. That means it's 11-point differential for Dr. Ed and a 9-point differential for Travis. So now this is where the sponsor gets to decide how we <laughs> we view the rules. So, Dr. Ed, congratulations <laughs> on your win. <laughs> This is, the, no, you know what? Price no. is Right does govern It's a hollow studio. victory. No, I, 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 have to, I, have to, I have to give it to but Travis. This is where you pause and go, but a victory nonetheless. <laughs> but a win. <laughs> but a win nonetheless. What was the score? It was a 56. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 
Wow. I'll have to have check that ship movie out. Uh, big thanks to Hillside Animal Hospital for sponsoring that segment. You can go see Dr. Ed and the gang, and you can visit the website, hillsideanimalhospital.net, and then also support Gateway Pet Guardians, who Dr. Ed does a ton of work for. Any updates with the new facilities? I saw there's been a ton of work going on. Yeah, we uh, are actually going over there after this. Uh, you spend a lot of time over there. It's really great. Yeah. Uh, we had to set our we got our budget set for next year. It right. looks really really good. Right. Uh, we hope to be open to the public, the adoption floor, um, by January, and then the clinic. We hope to be up and running by by March. So it's got pushed back a little bit, but still. So you'll have. Will there be vet like people like yourself? Um, will you be? Will you have veterinarians on staff there volunteering? Yes. Or are they part? Are they? part of the program like how does that work you're I mean, you looking at the entire volunteer staff you're going to be vetting over there yeah oh yeah, yeah i'm going to be you're not it's not and they're actually going to be believe, they're going to be actually hoping we're hoping that the clinic will pay for itself it'll be at a yeah. low cost yeah, yeah yeah but it'll you know it will not be free that's amazing yeah so it'll be a little bit of a change but i mean but it there's models out there all across the country that work yeah, yeah. and we want it to be a low cost you know you know, people have to be responsible. I pay attention to Gateway Online, and it's more than just like, hey, they find dogs and then you adopt oh. them. Like, uh, there's people that are like elderly that have no options and call them up, and they're like, my dog's super sick, and I don't have two thousand right. dollars. What do I like? Uh, they're trying to say that I'm just gonna have to put it down or something. They oh, help them out. I can't tell you seriously how rewarding it is. Right. These are good people. When oh, the people love their pets, and we're not talking about like a puppy they just got. This is like it would be like a nine-year-old pet that somebody's been taking great care of. That you know, like they love their pets just as much as people from West County do. They just may not have the means to do it, Mm -hmm. and and that's where Gateway steps in and helps out. And it's, I mean, you know, it's just so rewarding. I mean, to to be able to help them and let them keep their pets and that human-animal bond, and they are just so grateful for mm-hmm. the simplest little things that you do. I'm just doing my job, which right. I love to do, and these people think like we walk on water, and they're just so grateful. Nice. So it's just, uh, I can't say enough. Nice. Yeah, but I'm going to be, uh, I'm actually, it's a, in the budget, you know, that I will be able to be paid a little bit. Which that's is awesome. Fine. Yeah, so. Yeah. Keep you busy over there. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. You know, in between gigs in Hawaii, I mean, you know. <laughs> What a, what a life. Send Travis over there for a checkup once in a while. I was like, hey, my kneecap hurt. Mm-hmm. No, that's him. You can't no. take that line. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, anything Cardinals related or Blues related we need to hit with the good doctor in? I was curious. Has anybody paid attention to Cardinals offseason so far? No, there's nothing going on. Have they lost anybody yet? Well, apparently they they made an offer to Azuna. Is that right? Not a qualifying offer. He rejected yeah. it. He rejected it? Yeah, so he'll be officially a free agent. And... Yeah, I don't. I know. Think M- Molina uh, said release recently that he uh, that he could possibly play another few more years. Uh, whether that's in a, yeah, whether that's in a Cardinal uniform, uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, it'd be very, very weird, even at the tail end of his career, if Yadi Molina is in another uniform. Yeah, I can't. I don't see that happening. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, if he keeps <clears> it, if he plays the exact same, I mean, do the Cardinals say, okay, here's the Wainwright deal, and you get a small. Con- you contract that's performance driven and I think I mean yeah I think Yachty uh, I mean we saw his body kind of break down a little bit I think parts it, throughout the season last year, year last year though uh, but he missed some time he missed some significant time last season and I don't know if, if Yachty is and I, I'm glad look mentally he I'm sure he's absolutely game for going a few more years but um, 162 again for that guy that's been is he the longest uh, tenured catcher like in the history of the game, as far as games caught, 
behind the plate no. or one of the top. Yeah, he's close, but I don't think he's uh, top Maybe top not plate. all time, but maybe yeah. I know. I feel like he, he entered into the top – 10 top five conversation this year with innings caught i don't know oh i, I just know he's caught a ton of out a ton of innings for the cardinals for a long time and um i just don't know how long that that he can continue to be a value i guess for the cardinals going forward i think maybe time to at least certainly you gotta have somebody i don't know who's the guy in the pipeline right now for them to replace yeah. yeah is that his name yeah yeah cool. it's her I'd like to see Yachty maybe one more year, like almost full-time. And then if he wants to hang around, you know, he becomes the backup, and he's like such a value on the bench. Yeah. You know, he, he'd be a bench coach, and he could be such a help, and it would prepare him for maybe, you know, next step in his career, right. which everybody thinks he would be right. a great manager. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't deny his impact. There's no doubt about it. It was for us, for the, especially this past season. Uh, when he's in there, when he's in that clubhouse, Yachty's the man. Uh, I just, you know, everybody can't be LeBron, baby. Sometimes. He's older than LeBron. Is he? Well, how old is, how old is Yachty, 37? At least. He might be 38 now. Maybe yeah, he's 38, yeah. okay. Yeah. I'll look it up. All right, thanks, Since God. you don't have the internet in front of you. I don't have the internet in front of me. I literally do not. He's 37. Okay, just checking. I was right. LeBron's 35. I forgot LeBron and I are the same age. Listen, same skill level, so, too. Same athlete, same yeah. athleticism. Often mistaken for LeBron. Yeah. Often, very often mistaken. Gets worked over at the Jewish Community Center playing hoops like yeah, you. Just like you. <laughs> All the time. Uh, before we get How'd out of here. How'd you do, Travis? I had a lot of rebounds. Uh, I, you know, I, I shot the ball. I do want to uh, thank our friends at Gateway Powder Coating for sponsoring the show. They've uh, been with us for several years now. Really appreciate their support. And uh, looking forward again to comedy this week at Sophie's at 6 o'clock and at uh, Gastro Pit on the Hill at 8.30. So two shows for free every Thursday. So if you're getting off work, want to have some fun, come hang out with us. It'll be a good time. I saw a good movie over the weekend. What'd you see? Uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, uh, how was that? Uh, it was really good. I, I like movies like that where, you know, they're true stories and you get to hear the, you know, the backstory behind right. it. I believe it's on Netflix now. There's a really good documentary on that story that's from a couple of years ago that Netflix just picked up because Ford vs. Ferrari like got released as a big movie. So yeah, I, I it's have interesting no content. Lee, Lee Iacocca was a, a big figure in that movie. It's Absolutely. A, it's, it's a, yeah, I've heard great. And then, of course, the director of Ford vs. Ferrari is the uh, same guy who gave us Logan. So he's, he's, he's firing off some hits. That's, uh, I heard good things about it. I may have to check that out here. Yeah, so. yeah I enjoyed it. Okay. It's getting a lot of Oscar talk. Uh, mm. Give it up, everybody. Chris Stenman, Travis Drell, Chris Gardner, Dr. Edmund Yako from Hillside Animal Hospital. We'll be back tomorrow live at 8 a.m. What do you say, guys? See you then. Peace. <laughs>